In this podcast, I'll talk about the notion of harm reduction and prevention strategies in general as it relates to lifespan psychology. And this subject is often found in uh, the early childhood section of a lifespan or developmental psychology course. Of course, we're talking about children, how to keep them safe. And it sounds a lot like common sense, but there's actually a strategy behind it at the societal level as well, as well as the individual level at home. And let me go through some uh, terms here and explain them. Uh, Oftentimes they may be called harm reduction strategies or injury control. And I think if you just Google harm reduction, you'll see a lot of this application in terms of uh, treating people with substance abuse and addiction. there, there are many approaches to do that, and harm reduction is one that seems to be well documented just when you do an online search. And the idea here in general about harm reduction, again, is a prevention strategy to anticipate, control, prevent dangerous activities and consequences. And it's a general perspective and a belief that accidents are not random things that are just bound to happen, that they can be made... Uh, They can be prevented, made less harmful, if we take more proactive measures. And there are three levels of prevention that I'll talk about here briefly. And the first one is called primary prevention. And this is the more macro, bigger level type of prevention. It's how we build the building. It's how we construct our roads. Okay. Uh, For example, if your streets do not have potholes that they're made... A certain way and high quality that would prevent a lot of accidents if the the lines the markers are clear at night okay guardrails um, bridges building codes for commercial and home buildings right help prevent injuries in general so these are more large-scale uh, type prevention efforts to prevent many different kinds of incidents from happening Um, in some downtown urban areas to prevent congestion because when you have congestion of traffic you're more likely to have problems and so you'll see coordinated traffic lights now the next level that becomes more specific is called secondary prevention and these are actions that we take to reduce and avoid injury or harm in a high-risk situation so it's much more specific such as hitting the brakes in your car that is secondary prevention okay the building of the car with certain standards that's primary prevention but you the human being pressing on the brake pedal to avoid an accident that is called secondary prevention this is after i mean this is before an incident preventing it from happening so let's say in front of a school right so it's not just about the roads being smooth and, and safe but in front of a school, having the flashing school zone lights or speed bumps, okay, those are uh, secondary prevention because they're very specific to preventing us from hitting students in that place. Pedestrian crosswalk signals, okay? So it's not just drawing of the lines so you know where to cross, but actually those signals that indicate when it is appropriate to cross. I should mention that if you ever visit the country of Taiwan, and go to Taipei and maybe some of the other bigger cities. And if you pay close attention to the crosswalk signals, that it's not just a stationary static 
red person don't walk and green you know uh, emoji for <laughs> for walking uh, or icon rather but it's animated so you see a little animated person walking and it's lit up white or green at first and then about halfway through and there's often a numerical countdown as well you'll see this animated human walking faster and faster <laughs> so it's kind of amusing to cross the street in uh, in Taiwan okay so we have primary prevention secondary prevention and the third one is tertiary prevention so tertiary prevention is still a form of prevention but the incident has already occurred so these are actions that we take to prevent further damage so think of medical treatment okay um, uh, that are taking medication this is doing something after an event has already happened okay to prevent disabilities um, uh, so an EMT right mob uh, sta stabilizing someone's neck after a car accident okay that's an example of tertiary prevention so it's something that we do to reduce further damage after something has occurred okay so just to summarize primary prevention is sort of this large scale during the construction phase of whatever it is in our environment that tends to reduce accidents secondary prevention is much more specific that helps us to prevent incidences in high-risk situations or for people so like putting on a medical mask uh, or using uh, hand sanitizer in a hospital environment that's secondary prevention is much more specific and targeted and then there's tertiary prevention things that we do such as putting on a band-aid stopping the bleeding immobilizing someone after a car accident these are things that we do to prevent an injury from getting worse okay okay i hope that makes sense this is dr c and i'll talk to you soon Hey there, thanks for listening to this podcast today. Can you do me a big favor? Um, just so that this podcast gets heard by more students of psychology and other people interested in the field, uh, go to Apple Podcasts and put a little rating there if you like and uh, a brief uh, review, okay? And you can also contact me directly using the links in the description, whether it's Twitter or email, with any suggestions or feedback that you may have to make the show better. And uh, if there are any topics you want me to talk about, I can add them. And if you want to support me by buying me a coffee, the methods are listed in the description as well. Again, thanks and have a great day.